The year is 2024. PBS Plus has just launched, bringing the world streaming services to 4,387. How can anyone be expected to go through all this content? Fear not, loyal passengers. Captain Joe Shoes and his first mate, Mez, are here to travel through space and time to bring you the best nuggets pop culture has to offer. Strap in, folks. It's time for the Car Jomez Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 381 of the Car Jomez Podcast. I'm Mez, and my co-host, as always, is... In a hurry, so let's keep this moving. <laughs> hey, buddy, what's up? Gomez! It is the anniversary of all anniversaries. It is the 24th anniversary of Y2K. Oh, my God. What a day. And in celebration, everything has just been shut down. (laughs) Planes are falling out of the sky. Lights are flickering. We have no food and no jobs, and our pets' heads are falling off. Oh no, this is not good. It's not how we want to start the new year. Listen, you don't get a choice in the matter. Why two K comes? Who are you to tell it no? Wouldn't you be more scared of that happening now, right? Because everything is computerized, like. And we didn't imagine, like, is, we didn't have iPhones back then. Like, your phone, your, literally, your house lights are now powered on and off with an app. That thing going to be going crazy. With you got to be a real lazy fuck to have that. <laughs> you think so? Back then, what? we had the clapper. And you know what? It worked just fine. Now you open an app, you put a button. Those are cool, right? You get the light bulbs. You could change the colors. So it's when it's sexy time. You put the sexy lights on. Oh, see, I don't need that here because I do sexy time elsewhere. HFS, not in this house. I'm not washing those sheets that often. (laughs) Oh, I don't got time with all that tarp. It's a lot of work, bro. I understand. The the amount of, like, and this is actually true. Like, the amount of oil I go through... In like a two week span, can fill a fucking kiddie pool. There you go. You can't be staying in the carpets with that baby oil, bro. No, I rent. Like I, got, I don't want to have to pay <laughs> at the end of this. You ain't getting that deposit back, bro. <laughs> Happy uh, thank you guys everybody. for listening to the Car Jomez podcast. Remember to hit that subscribe button. Twenty twenty four, Gomez. We're coming Holy off a shit. huge year for the Car Jomez podcast. Nearly doubled. Our amount of audio downloads from 2022 and added the video version for 2023. And now for 2024, well, just kind of chugging along, giving you what you've already been getting. Well, we got to do something new every year. So what do we look like here? Hey. <laughs> You're going to take what we're given because we're working for a living. So remember to leave those five-star reviews. Follow us on all the social medias at Car Jomez. And Gomez, here it is, our big 
2023 wrap-up episode. And honestly, this year fucking sucked. Oh. I mean, you know, there's a lot of ups and downs. A lot of ups and there downs. There was a lot of downs, Gomez. <laughs> really? Why? What? I, I don't remember. It was, seemed like a it was a the Ghostbusters year. movie this year. It feels like I'm still hating that fucking movie. The trailer came out this year. That's that's what that set it off. That must be what I'm thinking. That's why I'm upset. You want to talk about a franchise that doesn't deserve anywhere near the popularity it has? Let's go to fucking Ghostbusters. We're starting off hot. I love it. And let me tell you, and we're supposed to get a new one this year. It's like they just want us to live in a perpetual state of misery. They want us to stay perpetually unhappy. Let's keep releasing a Ghostbusters movie and tell each and every one of you pieces of shit that you're going to like it. And this is what life is. And if you complain, well... Who are you complaining to? Because nobody gives a fuck. They're going to keep force-feeding your fucking Ghostbusters movies. Uh, here's Paul Rudd. Isn't he fucking cute? No! Fuck you, Paul Rudd, and your fucking mutant children that you're doing this goddamn movie. Finn Wolfhard. Get the fuck out of here. Paul Rudd, this is one of He's It's okay. That's right. He's. We're done with him. This is sad. Well, I mean, you know, did you like Ant Man? I don't even remember. Did you like the last? The last Ant Man movie sucked. See, there you go. He's on the shit list. You're on the shit list, Paul. Because they tried to make it a movie it's not supposed to be. It's fucking Ant Man, bro. Like it's Ant Man. Let me get in and out like a fucking bank robbery. Nobody gets hurt. Instead, you try to make it this fucking epic tale of storytelling and consequence when it's a fucking Ant-Man, bro. Guess what's not going to be on my top 10 list this year? Fucking Ant-Man, dude. Oh, please. I'm not even close. <laughs> not even close. Oh, man. I love. I can't wait to hear your list. You know, you missed the movie over there, so I'm always excited to hear. They call what you me got for us. the Messiah of movies, the facilitator of film, and I am oh. here to give you all the correct opinions about the state of the movie industry in 2023. Gomez, where do we begin? Oh, baby. Well, this is our wrap up. I mean, we could. Uh... You want to split it up? You want to start? How about we start? Let's talk we'll about a... some stories, some hot yeah. stories from 2023. Sure. Let's go back. And, and with stories, just... sometimes you can call them, oh, what's the two words? Breaking news. So hit some music. Oh. Breaking news. What? Breaking news at the end of the year? What is Gomez, happening? all the news has been broken. This is re-breaking the same news. Oh, yeah. Biggest story of the year. There was a big fucking strike. Whoa. Nobody's going to make movies anymore. It was pretty crazy, that strike. I can't believe how long that lasted. Ruining our 2024. But we got through it. Why? Because just like Vin Diesel, we're family. But you know who didn't get through it, Gomez? Jonathan Majors. He's fucking done, son. That's that's right. He's no more. Kang no more. 
Get the fuck out of here, bro. They said goodbye. In our Facebook group, someone posted the video of his alleged alleged assault. I mean, I guess it is an assault now. He was convicted. But the video of just him chasing this woman through the streets of New York. What are we doing? What are we doing, bro? I just don't understand. Some people just lose their minds. We had some big celebrity deaths this year, Gomez. That that seems to happen every year. People die. Um, yeah, who was the big one this year? I'm trying to think. Who was? Uh, if who I was look at the at? list, there's some names where you're like, oh yeah, him. There's a lot of like mid tier people this year. Okay, I yeah, think the biggest one is probably Matthew Perry. Sure, that's probably that's the recently, biggest yes. name on yeah. the list, and that's pretty Definitely. recent. But also Suzanne Summers was this year. Oh, yes, that's right. Okay, yes. The Iron right. Sheik was this year. Oh, wow, that's right. Oh, poor Sheiky baby. Ray Stevenson, Jerry Springer. Oh, oh Jerry Springer died. I forgot. Harry Belafonte. Jump in line. In the line. Come on, baby. Yes. Jim Brown, Sinead O'Connor, Paul Rubens. Oh, yes, I remember that. I can't forget that's that's my big one, I guess, right? That's the that's the headliner this year for me. Arlene Sorkin, the voice of Harley Quinn. Steve oh, Harwell from Smash Mouth. Bray oh, Wyatt. That's right. Oh, Bray. I did forget about Bray Wyatt. Wow. Bob Barker, Jimmy Buffett. Oh wow. It's some all right. So there's some there's some uh, notable Richard people Roundtree, who played Shaft. Yeah. John Ramada Sr., who drew the Spider-Man, probably most people associate as their Spider-Man. Wow. This and, is, of course, this most recently, Andre Brower, who you and I both know as, as Captain Holt from Brooklyn Nine-Nine, but was also... The best. Uh, you know, he'd done a lot of other stuff that you know people know him probably better from. But I've been rewatching Brooklyn Nine Nine lately, and he is just absolutely spectacular. R.I.P. to him. We haven't spoken about his death um, since it happened because uh, with everything that's been going on here. But uh, yes. yeah, so we we had a a little cornucopia yeah. of people we're gonna miss. All people who can contributed Terry Funk on this list. You know. Uh, People who contributed to our names. entertainment for decades. Yeah, now. there is. There's a lot of, of big names on there. There is. You know, oh, man. I was thinking when I saw Suzanne Summers, and I was like, oh wow, like I feel like I just saw Suzanne Summers. And I did because during your holiday Twitch stream, we watched the episode of Step by Step where her That's and Frank thing. have to get the train set from the closed toy store. And yes. who's the cop who shows up? It's Mr. Furley. Yes. So we get like that final scene of Suzanne Summers and Mr. Furley, you know, kind of reunited there. Look at this. That's nice. That was nice. I totally forgot. Man, that's a bigger list than I thought. Damn. You know, it's um it's one of those things. That's what old people do. They die. They do. And as we get older. All our heroes start to get older too. And this is what we're saying. What what first got me about being old was like when I started seeing 
like the athletes that I collected cards of when I was a kid, when they're like in the hall of fame and then showing up like fat, like when Ken Griffey jr. Yes. Shows up fat and gray to the hall of fame. It's ceremony. So crazy. Yes. It's like, no, like you, you're not, a, you're the kid. No, like bro, you can't, you're the young can't one. This, <laughs> and I was like, girl, oh, maybe, maybe I should start taking care of myself. You know, as, <laughs> as someone once said, I don't know who, but if I knew I was going to live this long, I would have taken better care of myself. Um, I have not. And I just, for now, keep living. So we're just going to keep tempting fate as long as I'm concerned. Oh, oh I thought we were going to make changes and, and no. do good, maybe, <laughs> in 2024. Maybe we'll go to the doctor this year, Joe. You know, get a checkup. I've gone to the doctor recently. Okay, that's good. Like a regular Dude. doctor, not like a special. Oh no, no, no. Okay. <laughs> I, I went for a consultation about getting the hair replacement. Exactly. That's what I mean. See, I'm saying, how about we just get a little a doctor with a stethoscope and you know it puts it on your chest, it looks in your mouth. No, this shit is cold. Maybe I don't want the that balls, shit touching me. Cup the balls a little, get a little cough, maybe a finger in the butt, Joe. I think it's time you had one of those tests, to be honest. Listen, I think I'm pretty sex positive, so it's at this point. I mean, who's who's the one who hasn't had a finger in their butt? Well, I'm I'm saying <laughs> medically, not what you do on Saturday night. I mean, you know, why's it got to be at night? No, of course, finger anytime. We don't we don't share. We like daytime. Daytime is fun. Uh, so that's what I think the big stories are for 2023, Gomez. You got anything you're thinking of that should should have made this list? No, the strike really. kind of supersedes everything. It did because it kind of shut down a lot it of things. So like for so half the year, for so long, half, yeah, exactly. Yeah, half the year we didn't get any anything really happening. It was mostly, you know, most of our breaking news this year was food related because that's the only thing that kept coming was the food. Yeah, it's it's the truth. Uh, there was no news, and now we're going to suffer the consequences of the strike in this year with the lack of new and fresh content that'll be hitting our screens and our theaters this year. So we're going to have to get super creative with what we decide to watch and cover on this show. But there's a reason they call us the Colossus of Creativity, Gomez. Mm, we're yeah. going to do lots of stuff. Good space, whatever the fuck we want. That's what we're yeah, gonna yeah. do. It's like, hey, let's talk about this thing. Three people care about. Why not? It's not nothing to talk <laughs> like, about. Like when we did multiple weeks of the Beastmaster. <laughs> people love the fucking Beastmaster. Come on, <sighs> baby. What a hit! What a hit! It love was. I'm hoping we could. I hope we find something like that this year. We. We go back and remember there's some old-ass movie we ain't thought of in years. I can't wait. Oh, you know what? While I have you here, Gomez, while we're still in the news, you went to Six Flags this week. Yeah, I did go to the Six Flags this week. (laughs) And I just wanted to get a a quick little recap. How did you enjoy AEW, the end of times or whatever? World's End. Um, It was, let's say... Um, not very good. Uh, I was gonna say I have heard very mixed things. So, like, we made this plan. One of our friends was coming in to town, so 
there's a pay-per-view in town. We're like, how could we not go to a pay-per-view? We've flown places to go to pay-per-views together. We're here in town. There's a pay-per-view. How could we not go? So we said we're going to this pay-per-view. As the time got closer and closer, it was like, oh, man, we're going to this pay-per-view <laughs> because the card that they put together, right? So they ran this tournament. They did like a, a New Japan-style kind of tournament for like the past uh, two months. So most of those guys have been just wrestling, just straight-up wrestling matches, you know? Nothing's going on. So when the pay-per-view comes, there's, like, not a lot of storylines happening and stuff, you know? So it's just kind of, hey, let's throw some matches together to fill up a card. Let's, you know, we need a, an eight-card show here. So it was a lot of thrown-together matches that really don't matter. That was just like, all right, I mean, I guess it'll be good, right? Because they're good wrestlers. Um, but it really, uh, it didn't work out. <laughs> I say the work rate wasn't even, the matches weren't even that good. The last three matches delivered. The rest of the show was kind of, the crowd was up and down. Are you happy with for the a devil? Minute. The appearance of the, the devil? devil. So the devil thing. Yeah, it makes the most sense because we all figured that's what it was going to be. Uh, when we look at the guys, right, they were all black. Like, they kind of looked like themselves. Like, it even looked at one point like uh, Roderick Strong with the neck brace on. Like, you know, like, it wasn't even like they were kind of hiding it. Kind of seemed obvious. Uh, I don't know what the storyline is going to play out, of course, because, like, why did he do this to his best friend, right? That's the thing. We'll find out. But, you know, it's good. I, we didn't want it to shoehorn, you know, like Vince Russo style. What what could we do that's the most craziest thing that'll get everyone talking because it makes no fucking sense, you know? Yeah, and it's all of a sudden it's Dr. Death or someone. Yes, exactly. Everyone was like, please don't be Jungle Boy. Please don't be Jungle Boy. Like, that's that was everyone's biggest fear. Like, don't fucking do this. We're kind of over the whole Jungle Boy thing at this point, right? I mean, I think so. Like, it was a cute with the Luchasaurus thing. It was great. It was fun. But they want to build them up to something else. I don't know. Uh, the little heel run was adorable because it was so fucking terrible. Like, what are we doing? And, I mean, he got CM Punk fired, you know, kind of. So, I wouldn't use this fucking guy. He just fucked us up. Like, this was our guy. Like, you know, he had problems, but at least he wasn't on the other TV Bringing hey, you know ratings. I am uh I'm indifferent to punk either way. Like I don't I don't love him, I don't hate him, I don't know him. Uh but when he was on, ratings were up, merch yeah. was up. Uh Adam I Copeland ain't now, having that effect. He is such another guy, like it's like unbelievable. They sign Edge and he's just like nothing. Like I forget he's there every time. It's like, oh yeah, Edge is here. That's right. See, for me, this kind of reinforces my overall opinion about Edge. Edge is very good. Adam Copeland is, is very great. good. He's, he's had great. a fucking great career. He shows up in big matches. He's always in the middle of stuff. But when it comes down to when you want to consider like who's the greatest. And you like if you were putting together a 64-man tournament of the greatest of all time, there is a very good chance that I may just forget Edge exists. At the same time, as good as he's been, he's been like the other guy. He's not the guy, but I think he's never been the guy, but he's been he's been a an important part in the building of the feuds and and building up big yeah. matches, but he's never he's the he's always been the other guy. He's, and he's in a, a more forgettable way. Yeah. 
in a more forgettable way than like Triple H. Like Triple H, sure. I always consider is the guy that works with the guy. You know what I mean? Like yeah, he's not Edge Austin. The... He's not The Rock. No. He's the guy that works with the guy. But Triple H is almost like that tier above of guy who works with the guy or guy who gets the other guy over. Sure. Because to me, Edge is definitely a tier two guy who sometimes can get into that tier one when they need, you know, but he's not really, you know, he don't stay up there long. He goes, he slots back down to the tier two. But I think he's of the tier two guys. I do think he's towards the top, top of that list. When you sit down and think about it, I think he's, you know, he's great at telling a story. And so that makes him a little more memorable because you'll remember more feuds and more edge moments than maybe a Randy Orton, who is also very good at what he does, but Another he's also one very I, forgettable. I agree with that. But I you will know? say the silver lining with having Edge out of WWE is at least we could stop pretending that Beth Phoenix is a legend now. So I did want to bring this up um, before everything happened. I mean, we could get into that. But uh, Chris Jericho, before we get into the other stuff, would you have him on your top 10 of, of you know? In ring only? Uh, no, I guess maybe like the package. I guess the pack. If we're talking like wrestler, like you know, like a, like oh, just the wrestling package, not the backstage. Yeah. Yes, yes, I yes, think. I a, think a, not with all the the rumors and stuff going on yes, right now. I, yes. I think very easily he's in the top ten. Very comfortably he's in the top ten right yes, now. I agree because I was talking and I was thinking. I was like, when, I mean, this guy's pretty much like he's when you really think about it with all of them. He even before like obviously it, it's really. He made his superstardom in WWE, right? But he was getting over in WCW. He's been yes. successful pretty much everywhere else he's gone, um, in Mexico, in Japan. And then he becomes this, like, hired mercenary going to New Japan and yeah. drawing huge buy rates for, for those yeah. shows there and having big feuds and then being, for better or worse, one of the cornerstones of the opening of AEW and giving yes, it instant 100%. credibility for building a, new, a brand new company at, from scratch. So yes. with the amount he's done, with the attention he's drawn, with the pay-per-views, the amount of times he's reinvented himself on WWE TV, whether it was Y2J, maybe that um, Save Us.222 didn't work as sure. well. But like the list sure. of Jericho, that circle yes, of friendship with Kevin Steen, like some of the Jericho show stuff, I think was really good. He's yes. done a lot of good things. And I think at this point to not include him in the top 10 is kind of ignorant. Because I think because whenever we talk about it, right, we always talk about how Rick Flain on our list, but. You talk to other people, right? And someone like Ric Flair has to be on that list. So I wonder when they start doing that, I wonder, I think Jericho would probably slip down. Like people ain't thinking of him like that because they're too, oh, we got to have, too recent. you know, he's too recent. I, exactly. I, I, too and he's recent. not, he's, and he's the below that, the other guys. But I don't think he's below Ric Flair. I think he's. No, I'm, I mean, because we're saying recent, but he's not recent. He's for, he's a hundred years old. We're talking a 30-year career, yeah. And but so I'm talking like the people that's his contemporary, like the rock. So like the, he's yeah. obviously a step down. So I think that's why we're just like, oh, rock stone call. And then we'll even throw mankind above him, you know, which I don't know. I think he should 
I don't think man Mick Foley goes before Jericho. Not before Jericho at all. No. But he didn't I have think it. if you talk to people, they I don't in their head, Mick Foley is more of a thing than Jericho for some reason. I think that I don't know if that's true. I could be for me, that. the Mick Foley prime, like this is what, what we do when I do like my baseball hall of fame stuff. And we count like the seven-year prime. The seven-year prime is really where you make your Hall of Fame numbers. When you're in your prime okay. years and you're just you're just banking all your statistics, your prime is what really gets you there. Because as age comes, you have the inevitable slip. And if you can slip gracefully, your prime will carry you through to the Hall of Fame numbers. And when you think about it, Foley's prime, as good as it was, on top, drawing big money, big pay-per-view numbers, it was very short. Very short. So he's able, he's been able to maintain legend status and over the course of the years. I mean, but he's he's done more comic book shows than WrestleMania's at this point. You know what I mean? Like, yes. But I think that gets forgotten. It's just like in your head, all that stuff is longer, right? Like there's a I thing think at the same time. We're we're over a generation removed now from Mick Foley last being relevant within wrestling. You know, if you think about like when his real retirement match was, the one with Triple H at um No Way Out 2000. Was it 2000? Yeah, 2000. 2000. Um, the one they did the Hell in the Cell match where he took the backdrop through the cage. And he ends up coming back for WrestleMania that year. And he's obviously made appearances since. TNA, nobody remembers him being there, no, especially not winning the championship. Um, I forget all the time. We, and we were there for that. We went. We we were at that show where he won. That was a lockdown show. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> but I think now is the time has come. It's it's. He's lived on in short clips. Mick Foley is basically the wrestling version of TikTok. You tell his career through a series of short clips and videos that kind of explain, oh, this guy was crazy before crazy was a thing. And you just show the hell in the cell bump a hundred times. I, I don't think if you really put together, let's just say from the Monday Night Wars on, Mick Foley had a absolutely huge part of what was going on but is he more valuable than jericho to the business since then no, no. i just feel this his commissioner perception. stuff was fun but it like it wasn't drawing money no because like the same people doing that you think they put an angle above chris jericho angle's a tough one because he comes at you. He does cover all the bases, yes. and his he's got so many fucking bangers, like real fucking bangers for matches, like just absolute like things that you don't even remember either. Yes, that you like, forgot because he was Samoa doing it on Joe SmackDown, on yeah. TNA. You know, he yes. had more time with TNA than WWE at this point. So there's so many forgotten gems or hidden gems in the TNA library. That may, a lot of people probably just haven't seen. Yeah. Blow their mind. Some of that shit. Perk angle, bruby. Yeah. <laughs> now, is, is he, would I put him on a list higher than Jericho? I think that one's a little tougher. Um, if you look at his big time, big time matches, 
his WrestleMania matches and stuff like that. I think he's he was a he was like a, more a top guy. Yeah, of. he's had more memorable big matches than Jericho, but Jericho has been able to to do it and carry business too for a longer period of time. So that's the thing. It's like, do you prefer the short you peak weigh? with the yeah. higher highs, or do you prefer the consistency and the quote unquote compiling? Very true, because that that is a good example of it. Because Kurt Angle, that peak was whoo, but yeah, didn't last as long. And just imagine how we would think of that Kurt Angle Brock Lesnar WrestleMania match if Brock would have hit the shooting star. Hundred percent, they'd be showing it all the time, all the time. He probably would have done it again at some point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, would have broke that thing out a little every once in a while. Oh yeah. But, uh, yeah, so that was uh, before the Jericho the nonsense started this weekend. I was thinking of that. Now, Chris Jericho is, uh, when he uh, showed up at the show, everyone sang his song. Once the song ended, the boo started. Anytime he did anything in the ring, it was boo, 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 boo. I don't when, know if that means when anything. When you said this, it immediately made me think of the movie Van Wilder with Ryan Reynolds, which I'm sure... We'll watch this year at some point. Sure. Um, they have the deaf basketball coach, and Van Wilder like goes into the locker room at halftime to give a speech to the team, and the coach goes, "It's times like these, I'm glad I'm deaf, so I can't hear the booze." This is the first time in my life I'm glad I'm deaf. I can't hear the booze. Now listen up. <laughs> Uh, 2024 baby <laughs> i think about that that quote lives rent free in my head all year long i think about it so much i don't even know why so funny. so i can't hear the booze oh my goodness Uh, Gomez, when it comes to 2023, the year in music, I obviously do not listen to a lot of new music. I don't know what's out there. I know Taylor Swift is really big. Does she do anything or just have a really hit movie? Yeah, no, she had an album drop. She had, and then like another, I think she did a regular album and a re release this year of uh, an album. So, yeah, she was all over. And that movie, that movie, bro. I mean, she's the time person of the year. Rightfully slow, right? I mean, it's pretty much this was Taylor's year between the tour, definitely the, tour the most notable person, right? Hundred percent. I mean, it'd be her and like Elon Musk, right? Those are the only two people we really talked about all year. I feel like, like, yeah. You know? I, when when you think about it, who else has done anything? It was constantly this guy's a fucking idiot, and oh look what Taylor did now. Like that's yeah. pretty much twenty twenty. Oh, what a gem! She gave all the people on her staff hundred thousand dollar bonuses. <laughs> Oh, what a gem. Yeah, music-wise, so, like, uh, I listen to everything, right? You know, I'm a new metal kid, but I, I love all, all types of music. But I do feel, like, I don't know if I'm turning into an old man now, but, like, uh, when I put on the pop station, like, I'm not feeling everything. Like, I used to be like, yeah, you know, like, everything's just like, oh, I guess that's okay. Like, you know, eh, I'm not feeling that. With hip-hop and rap, it's just totally, like, I'm just, I've so fallen off the past two years with these uh, these new guys. I'm just totally like, oh, my God, I'm old now. Yeah. 
So I mostly just listen to to rock and roll metal stuff. I try to keep up on new things. You know, there's a couple new bands that I listen to. Bad Omens, right? They released their album this year. They were probably the most popular band in in hard rock music. And uh, I mean, you got us into Ghost last year or the year before. So yeah, baby, I love it. I and love now that it. we're Bad at the Omen's beginning of the new year. Now that we're at the beginning of the new year, we can start working on our Spotify wrapped right now. So yeah. get those listens in. Make sure you listen to us, though. Make sure you subscribe uh, over at uh, at the Car Jomez podcast on Spotify. Leave us the five stars. That way we show up in your year-end Spotify wrapped as your favorite show. Love to see that. Maybe uh, maybe we'll put up some, some Spotify playlist this year. I know we did it one time before, one or two times before. Maybe we'll mix it up. We'll put some stuff up there. You know, I know we Joe's not music. listening to <laughs> Joe's not listening to new music. He could put one of his old, like a mixtape version. Of, I'll be uh, like, here's here's my favorite yeah. Carly Rae Jepsen song that isn't in, that isn't Call Me Maybe. Really, really like you. That one. It's Run Away with Me. Oh, okay. I don't know. That Great one. song. <laughs> Check that one out. That's what I mean. We'll do. We'll we'll do some fun stuff like that. I think I think the people like when we we give them a little bit of everything, right? We well, name drop some books every once in a while. I know, think we good. start cutting stuff. We start giving them less. Oh shit! <laughs> what are you gonna take away from them? What are we taking away? Everything. You get oh. you get one movie a week, and then we put the rest behind Patreon. <laughs> well, listen, w- there is gonna be less. You know, less of. Less wheels. The wheel, the the year of the wheel is gonna go in the closet now. You know, we I still have the big that, finish. No, like the big that. finish I think goes oh, out the door no. this year. Oh no! And we bring back the Lothario of Love to end our episodes with. <laughs> hey, I have that on the back burner anytime, <laughs> baby. Start sending so, in your love advice questions. We we we've been through seven years of wheels. Eventually, there there's less and less topics to cover. In a how top about three we form. Do, how about we do this? We do a big finish wheel where we either do a Lothario of love, we do a top three, maybe we do like a a, a Mary kill fuck thing. You know, one of those things. Mary kill fuck. Right? I said it right. Right? Uh, you know, it's something like that. Work. We mix it up. A lot so, of work. But I'm the producer. I do the work. You just got to come up with the the stuff there. You don't really. I don't bother uh, you for things like that. Let's talk about the year in TV, Gomez. There was a lot of TV this year. I feel like I didn't really watch a lot of TV this year. See, I thought the same thing. But now you're going to name I 12 start, things that I watched, right? <laughs> I start going because I first IMDb has a list. So okay. I go, oh, let me see all the movies that were released this year because I don't do letterboxed or anything like you do. So I don't really track my movies. I probably should should starting this year. Um, But it's like, there are 18,000 movie releases this year. And I'm going, (laughs) I'm pretty sure I didn't see 18,000 movies, but I thought I, I thought I saw a good amount. So I'm like, this is not the, the list for me. So I go, wait one second. Let me, let me see how many, television shows it classifies as a 2023 release and it was over 7,000 shows Gomez Jesus Christ but is that, are they doing like by episode or something no that's crazy just, just different shit. series so I'm wow. gonna name some shows yeah I'm interested and let me see 
and you're gonna you're gonna be like, oh yeah, I watched that. I watched that too because I did the same fucking thing. I'm like, I I feel like I watched nothing but movies this year. Like I was like, I'm not feeling no TV. Yeah, I watched a couple episodes of Night Court. I did that '90s show. (laughs) Um, did we watch that? I got right. I I watched it. I did. I I I know. I did. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think I did watch the whole season. It was good. Uh, Poker Face. Yes, I never finished Poker Face. I think I have two episodes left. I never finished Animal Control. I don't think you watched it, but I know I, I did. did not I watch that one. Thing. I know you watched it. I, I gave up on it for like two or three episodes. I saw uh, the Party Down came back. Yes, I didn't finish it, but I did start watching it, and it was good. I thought it was really good. I never even started it. Oh, uh, Mandalorian season three, we both watched. Sure. Ted Lasso season three, we both watched. Sure, yes. Monster Factory on Apple TV. I watched part of it. I gave up halfway through. That's right. Yeah, okay. I remember that. Uh, Jury Duty on Freebie. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I guess that's one of the big shows this year, right? I'm trying to think of the the big ones. That's definitely one of them. Okay. That came out in April. Uh, Muppets Mayhem. Yes, we did love that one. You say you saw a lot of chatter. I did not. It's been canceled, so either way, we ain't going to see it no more. How to Create a Sex Scandal on Max. Yes. I talked about this. I think I had you watching after I found it. We watched one episode. I don't think we ever, like, we got just caught up in something else, but we watched the first episode. My wife loves that stuff. So when I told her about it, she's like, what? Yeah, we watching this. (laughs) Uh, Gordon Ramsay's Food Stars. Oh, okay. So I didn't watch that, but I know your boy was on it. Won it, excuse me, not just yeah. on it, won it. Yes, that's great. Uh Fubar, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, that's right. Did I finish that? I don't think so. Yes. Well, yeah, we, we did a whole episode on it. All right, so I guess I did. I don't remember. Uh, the Idol, <laughs> HBO Max, the one oh, with the weekend. Yeah. They said what they're not bringing that back. Yeah, what a terrible good. show. I can't imagine. Uh, like, there's no way to bring it back. Now, this classifies the Arnold documentary series as a series because there's sure, multiple because parts. Sure, because yeah, sure, but it's it's a three part doc. Like, it's a documentary. I don't really. We had Righteous Gemstone season three. We both watched that. That might be my favorite, probably. I'm trying to think. Out of everything mentioned so far, that's my favorite. Yes, right. That's got to be definitely. I'll tell you what. It's so better good. than this next one called Secret Invasion. Which is probably my worst show of the year. The show that uh, did nothing. There was no reason for it because no. everything. What, what changed? What changed after Secret? A world full of secret scrolls. And what's changed? Nothing. Nothing's happened. We had so two stupid. different American Gladiators documentary series this year. Gomez, the first one. Over on ESPN, the American Gladiators documentary, which was two parts, and then over on Netflix, the five-part Muscles and Mayhem, which was far superior. I've I've heard people liking that ESPN one more, which is crazy to me. It's like the, the Netflix one is just so much like it's not just about the clown show. Like it's about the actual show. Like I don't get it. The ESPN one is about two guys you literally do not care about. Yeah, like who gives a fuck? All right, this guy's wacky. I to give me 20 minutes and then tell me the rest, not two hours of it. Uh July gave us my adventures with Superman. Yes, I never finished that, but I did I was enjoying it. 
They they're once again another one doing the multiverse thing. They did the multiverse. That kind of when you said that, that kind of was like, uh, that kind of got me upset. I enjoyed it though. As someone who doesn't historically like Superman, I I was enjoying it. That's that's what people say when they don't really get down with Superman, but once they give him a chance, they're like the super cat man, he's good. Uh a show that you and I both watched season one came back for season two on Apple TV. I don't know if I know I didn't watch it. I don't believe oh, you have I know either. Gonna bring up. After yeah. party season two. Yeah, I did not. I totally forgot about it. I remembered, forgot, remembered, forgot all the time. Mm. Uh on Netflix. This, I think, was eight episodes, maybe ten. It was called Quarterback. Did you watch this? I never watched it, but I did hear it was good. We we sp I spoke about it for yeah, uh, one episode a few months back. This came out in July. Re if you're a football fan at all, this is like something you have to watch. I thought it was excellent. They picked three really great guys to do it, and they got really good stories out of all three of them. At the end of it, I end up loving Kirk Cousins, which I never really expected coming. Should never come out of your mouth. My goodness. Uh, Futurama made a hot comeback in July. You know, I watched that first. I think they dropped two episodes the first week, and it was it was cute. It was all right. And then I forget. Ooh, Season I two of Heels, which got the show canceled. So I never Not watched gonna either miss one. Yeah, I didn't. I never. I heard people talk about it, but I didn't sound like I really was gonna be into it. Uh, season two of Winning Time. Ended very poorly. I, did not stick the landing. Yeah, I, I watched one or two episodes. I never... I'm part of the reason it got canceled. It's a same shame. Telemarketers on HBO. Yes. Someone put us on to that shit. <clears throat> yeah, sorry, man. Everyone loves this show. We're in the minority Except here. Us, we just... Yeah. We do not care about hanging out with these jerk-offs. I get it. You're a jerk-off. Okay. Ahsoka... On Disney Plus, up and okay, down. Yeah, we fucked with it though. Yes, it had a, it's it's peaks and valleys, but when it was good, it was fucking that was some good ass Star Wars, bro. Uh, Tiny Toons Luniversity. Oh, long layoff from Tiny Toons. Right. They made a comeback. Yes, it's it was cute. fine. It's it's for kids, you know. Yes, it's not. I for think us. I think uh, uh, kind of like a middle school kid is probably something I could see them getting into and having it be their shit for a while. Yes, I could see that definitely. Uh, wrestlers on Netflix, the Al Snow show. I never did get around to that one. That one I heard was entertaining though, because Al Snow was right. very delusional. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, when hasn't he been? Uh, the Continental from the world of John Wick. Oh, that came yes. out in September. So did, did we ever talk about? So we never talked about this. Remember, we talked about it when you watched it, yeah. and I said I'm gonna watch the last episode, just the last episode, yeah, and see if I could get into it. And I did watch the last episode. It took a while to get going, and there was a lot of shit that I was like, I don't understand what's happening because they were like getting ready for this whatever, and they were talking about it. But uh, it was fun. The like the when it got shooty. It was fun. I was having fun, but uh, yeah, I was I was a little lost. Like, wait, who, what is happening here? What? But no, I'm glad I uh, didn't do the whole thing. October gave us a couple big shows. We had season two of Loki began. Nope. <laughs> uh, the reboot of Frasier. 
You know, I didn't watch that, and I was a Frasier guy. Like, I, I love Cheers. I watch Cheers all the time, and then we watched Frasier growing up. So I was, I'm into Frasier, but it don't got nobody on the show. It's just Frasier. Like, no one came back. Like, there's no brother. There's no, like, it's like, why mm-hmm. are we watching this? So, And then another show that made some headlines was Goosebumps over on Disney+. Plus. I never got around to that one, but. You you mentioned that you heard it was good shit. A lot of people I spoke to said it was something they were enjoying. Goosebumps has never been my thing, so I didn't go out of my way to sit down and watch it. And then, obviously, I just never got to it. And because there's so much content, you know, 7,000 7, however many shows and 18,000 movies this year, you just got to keep rolling, trying to keep up with what's coming out. And, there's uh, so two- much coming out. We haven't even. Do you know that there's an, another season of What If right now happening? I was Disney just Plus? about to bring that up last like, week. That's season two of uh, What If. What? And dropped the whole series at one time. <laughs> okay. All right. I had no clue. And I saw people like talking about it. And I said, What the fuck? What? This dropped? I said, Okay. What are we doing? Yep. That should that's be a big deal, Disney. shouldn't it? That's out on Disney Plus now. You got the whole series. They're not making you wait week to week for it. It 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 is very apparent that Disney is trying to purge itself of all the Marvel content it has to, on the shelf. Like here you go, let's get it over with. They're already running ads like Echo debuts this day, and you don't have to wait for it. You get the whole show. So crazy. That's just. I don't understand it. What is and then the only show that I have on my list that I haven't mentioned yet is Scott Pilgrim Takes Off. And that was a Netflix show that we seem to both enjoy as well. So there is a lot of shows here. I did. I did watch TV. All right. Because I'm like, I didn't watch nothing. I didn't watch nothing this year. I watched some stuff. When I was thinking about it, and I like just off the top of my head, I'm like, what did I really watch this year? Yeah. And I really couldn't think of much either until I started going down lists. Like I watched some episodes of Night Court; they were fine, fine enough to keep watching. Yeah, but there's a there's a lot here. Out of all the things we mentioned, there's a lot here that is just fine. You watch it; it was okay, and you go and you move on to the next thing. There's not a lot of things on this list that are really memorable. Even Ted Lasso, which was a really great show, season three. Got way all over the place. Way, like very long winded and kind of took the sales out of it. And it tried to wrap up everything. I understand what every they were doing. single person. It just it didn't have that um that kind of energy that you would get from Ted Lasso previously. It didn't finish with that same kind of energy. But Muppets Mayhem uh might be my favorite show of the year. Did Cobra Kai, did that come out Christmas? No. That Like, the day? That might have been last but, year. No, but that's what I mean. So that didn't, like, cause wasn't that usually like a, like a New Year's kind of drop? Yeah, I usually. Always remember. I think last year, though. Okay. Mm. Or I should yeah, say, just, well, it is last year now. But the yes, year before. it is last year. I know what you mean. Yes. <laughs> yeah, because well, I know, like, Yellow Jackets came back. I never got into season two. So, like, I, like in my head, it was like, yeah, there was things that came out that I never wanted. Hmm. Like, when I think about the things that really stood out, like, even as I go through this list, uh, 
Muppets Mayhem for me was very, very good. Jury Duty, I had a lot of fun with. And the Muscles in Mayhem, uh, American Gladiator show. You know, as a obviously American Gladiators fan, if you don't give a shit about American Gladiators, yes, why would you it's care? Not for you. Uh, I ended up liking uh, FUBAR a lot. FUBAR was a lot of, you know, we were going in there kind of with low expectations, like Arnold's doing a series, like after all this time. And then it was, it was exactly what you would hope an Arnold kind of old man Arnold series would be. 100%. I did. I enjoyed that. Yeah. Hmm. TV. Right. Not a lot of regular TV, right? What is, was there any regular TV show? Right? We don't watch no regular. Yeah, I'm looking at this. I'm like Peacock, Netflix, Everything Peacock. Is, yeah. This is on Everything Fox, is the Animal Control terrible. Show that I brought. Oh, up. so that's so Fox. That, that's one show you watched on network TV. Party and Down I guess is the Golden the Golden Ramsey. That's uh, Stars. Stars, okay. Disney yeah. Plus, Apple, yeah. Apple, Freebie, yep. Disney, that's it. Max, that and the Golden Ramsey. That's gonna be yeah. your, your own everything network else shows. Netflix, Netflix. Crazy. HBO Max, HBO, well, Righteous Gemstones on HBO, but even that's HBO. a pay channel. Sure, but we'll count uh, it. That's Disney, TV Netflix, show. HBO, Apple, Netflix, Crazy. Hulu, uh, Stars, HBO, yeah, uh, HBO, Disney, HBO, Netflix, HBO, Disney, Peacock, Disney, Crazy. Netflix, Disney, yeah. Not one regular besides HBO. So what are what, people watching Fox, on TV now? That's, like that's what I mean. Young what, Sheldon what, is that like Young Sheldon? Yeah, that's coming to an end. So enjoy it while you can, and that's it. Like, well, what are you watching? It's it's wild to think about all the top shows, you know. Because I'm sure we're forgetting a couple shows, but I'm oh, I'm, beyond, there's in, so many. So obviously, if yeah. you guys are in our Facebook group, obviously just search Car Jomez Podcast on Facebook. Come join our group. It's free. A lot of conversations and discussions going on about what people like, what people are watching. If people remember certain things, is good stuff. Come in, tell us what kind of shows we're leaving off or that you watched and we should watch. We should check out something like that. I'm sure with all you know, seven, over 7,000 shows released in 2023, it is very possible that Gomez and I may have missed one of them. Like maybe one, I'm sure. Maybe one. Not, not too much. Not too much more. <laughs> I guess it's time to talk about some movies, Joe. Ooh. I'm so excited. Joe, do you have a list of how many movies you saw this year? I have an unofficial list of 35. 35. I saw 244 movies this year. Well, these are new releases. In total, I saw 244. 138 were new releases of that total. Mm, that's a little down here. I usually get around 20 more movies in. I feel like there were stretches where I was watching movies every day, like for a month straight, and then it'd be three weeks where I watched like one thing. Mm. So uh, not not consistent, but uh, I you know I watched some good stuff. Um, you know I've complained about the horror for regular movies. You know I felt that there were enough good regular movies. You know like I I don't I wasn't complaining like with the horror stuff. I found it pretty difficult to put together a top ten list this year. I don't think really? there is a lot of bangers here. Really? So even oh, when I look at my list 
and I don't have even half as many as you do to pick from, or uh, our man Eddie Bowman, who tweeted us his list of all the things he had seen. He saw something like, you know, 150 or 200 new releases yeah. as well. The man goes and sees everything. So yeah. it's a lot more difficult for guys like you who intake that but. much to put together a list. And even with 35 or so movies, you know, depending on what got left out or whatever, I'm looking here, I go, there's very few movies that I left the movie theater going, now that was fucking awesome. I Why agree. I ended my, you know, so not a lot of bangers here. And I found it very difficult to really scrounge together a top 10. Well, let me hear that number 10. Let me see where, let me see where you're starting. I want to see how the list starts. What kind of, where so we're going num here. Number 10 was a movie I ended up watching on streaming. Didn't get to see it in theaters, but it was a theatrical release. We did it for this show. Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves. It's a good movie. Didn't make my top 10, but it's it's up there. It's fun. It was a lot of I fun. I had a, a fun time at the movies. That's how I look at it. You know, it's automatic. In, in a more abundant year, probably wouldn't crack the top 10. But with sure. the level of the movies that did come out this year, I think it makes that list. Sure. I get that 100%. Uh, my first movie, it's a horror movie. Uh, it's called Project Wolf Hunting. Um, this was streaming on who um on Shutter for a little bit. It's not right now. It's one of these, it's an Asian movie. So you those those usually hop around streaming services. Uh it's just about like a kind of like a zombie monster guy on a on a boat with criminals and other people, and it's a lot of a lot of good violence and bloodshed you want to see in a in a horror movie like this, Project Wolf Hunting. Maybe mm. <laughs> for number nine, I have Ben Affleck and Matt Damon and a fake Michael Jordan. I'm talking about Air Gomez. I didn't. I did not get to see this one. I, I, it's been on my list. I prioritize some other things above it, but it is a movie I do want to see before you know. I start getting into new stuff again. Now, this went on streaming almost immediately. There was a market for it in theaters. It did make a little bit of money in theaters. Yes. I elected to see it on streaming, so I got to watch sure. it. I think it was on Prime Video, like almost instantly. Yeah, Amazon. Yeah. So I watched it there. Very enjoyable. Once again, another movie I don't think kind of makes this list in another year, but for what I've seen and what was out here, that I have at number nine. Oh. My number nine is another horror movie. It's called No One Will Save You. I talked about this on the podcast. It's like the uh, the home invasion, but with an alien. It's an alien coming in the house trying to mess you up. There's like no words spoken in the movie, maybe like five lines of dialogue. It's mostly just like a chase movie. The girl trying to get away from the alien. It's good shit. It's, uh, this is a Hulu movie. You can watch this on Hulu right now if you wanted to. No one will save you. I'm going to number eight right now, Gomez. And that, for me, is going to be Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem. Ooh, I have that on my list a little higher up. See, once again, I'm emphasizing with the fact that there weren't a lot. There were very, very few movies where I left the movie theater going, wow, wasn't a lot of that this year. And when I left the theater after seeing this movie, I was like, 
I can't believe how much I enjoyed that movie. It was yes. fun. It was enjoyable. I got a lot of characters who I don't normally get in whenever they rehash the Ninja Turtles like this. And they're doing cool and fun stuff. And the characters were great. The act, the voice acting was terrific. Jackie Chan as Splinter, and then doing a Jackie Chan fight scene nice. as Splinter in the movie. The Just really, really good, really well done. So that makes my list at number eight. Mm -hmm. Number eight for me is a movie I catched up on recently. Caught it's up called Bot Caught Up On. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh it's called Bottoms. This is, is this a, the um the, the 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 documentary about the song. It is not. It oh. is it is about two young ladies who are uh gay, they they're gay ladies, and they want mm. to join, they want to hook up with the cheerleaders. That so they decide to start a fight club in the school, and hilarity ensues. It's good. Interesting. Time. Independent release. I it's like think. a smaller kind of yeah. It's a smaller movie. Uh, it stars people who you don't really know. Exactly. Uh, and it's on Peacock, not Peacock. Excuse me. It's on Prime and Apple to rent. You got to rent it. VOD. It's uh, not streaming yet. Good Number shit, seven for me was a release on HBO Max that I never thought was going to see the light of day. And then it actually came out, and finally I got to enjoy it. It is called Venture Brothers, Radiant is the Blood of the Baboon Heart. Oh, I love it. I still haven't seen this because I was trying to do my rewatch, come finish also, because like I said, I didn't see the last two seasons, and it's, I can't find it now. It's not on the HBO, now so remember, I have to This was announced it. during the whole... The Venture yes. Brothers is going to be pulled off HBO Max any day yes. now, and it hasn't. It's still there. So we've gotten some false information. Bullshit. They lied to us. But, but I it's get a very fun movie. Once again, it's one of those things. I guess you could watch it if you've never watched Venture sure. Brothers before. I just don't see you enjoy. There's so many inside things in this movie. I think if you've never watched the show before, you'd have a very hard time being able to appreciate this. But me as someone who is a Venture Brothers fan and who really just never thought I would ever get the opportunity to see this movie, no. it exists. Mm -hmm. My number seven is a movie you'll probably have higher up, so I'm just going to say it and we can talk about it later. Gardens of the Galaxy 3, number seven on my list. I'm not going to have that higher up. Oh, really? Wow. Okay. Yeah, so, like, I like Guardians 3. I thought it was great. It was really good. Had a great time. You know, I just didn't love it like I've loved other Guardians movies. But it's it's really good. It's great, I, you know? Uh, I like it. I, I didn't leave the theater thinking I saw anything terrible by any means. Um, I'm just kind of over the, the genre. You know what I mean? It wasn't. Sure. bad it was obviously it's not the best guardians movie it was fine no. um it's sad it really finds a way to hit some nerves especially with the rocket uh narrative and the storyline there with uh teeths and lila and you know all that stuff going on it really does find a way to pull at the emotional heartstrings there uh just didn't have enough to crack my top 10 okay 
All right. Interesting. I can't wait to see what else is on that list. So for me at number six, and this is a movie you probably don't have on your list. Uh, you might, but the ending does leave you a little hanging. And that's called Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. The way this movie leaves you off is like you've got the half chub and blue balls at the end. So I can see why people are, you know, would not be happy at the uh, conclusion of this film. But for me, for all that time that elapsed as we were watching this movie, I was so invested in everything going on in this movie that up until it hit me with that basically Sopranos bl blank screen ending, I was <laughs> like, oh man, this is fucking great. So it makes my list bottom half, number six. I cannot wait for the third part of this trilogy. Mm, I'm just so interested to see your top half of your list here because that's two things that I thought would be high up on the list for you. One's not even on the list, and one didn't even crack the top five. Oh, baby. Ooh, number what, what six. Would you, Guardians, uh, and this, Guardians and Spider Man. I figured Spider Man. Oh, would be you thought Spider Man would be higher. Yes, I thought Spider Man oh. would be higher. So that's why. So I'm interested to see that top five. Uh, I I pretty I figure you're number one, but the rest I don't know. Maybe you're number two. I think, and then three, four, five. I don't. We'll see. Uh, mm. So number six, <laughs> number six for me is another uh, movie I caught up on recently. Caught up with recently. Uh, the Holdovers. This is streaming mm -hmm. on Peacock. It is an adult film. Stars Paul Giamatti as a curmudgeon uh, professor who has to stay around during the holiday season with the kids who are not going home with their family. The Holdovers, hence the name of the title. It's a wonderful, beautiful, just excellent, excellent movie. I think you would love it as well if you saw it. I've, I've heard really good things about this movie. Um, I did see it pop up on my main screen on Peacock the other day, and I made sure I yeah. added it to my list to get around to it when I was it, – it is a little over two hours, if I remember correctly. So Just it's over, little, just over. It's a, a little bit of a time investment there. I didn't want sure. to just start it when I wasn't really like in the headspace to just start a movie, you know what I mean? Yes. Um, but it is on my list, and like I said, I have heard very good things. Yeah. All right. Top five time, baby. I'm excited. What's in this list here? So I, I think this movie is obviously one of the bigger hits of the year, my number five. But as I said then, and I say it now, it had the potential to be a great movie. Instead, mm -hmm. it drops to just simply a very good movie. And that's because the third act of this movie really just loses all the investment that you had in it. And that's Oppenheimer. My, my number five as well, Oppenheimer. For two hours, it's the best movie of the year. Sadly, there's another hour in there. The first two acts do such an incredible job of building up your emotional investment in what's going to happen with this bomb. Are they going to be able to do this? And this is a biopic. Like, we know what's going to happen. Like, someone got mad at me the other day. Because I was talking in a group chat, I was talking about the Iron Claw. And with one of the other members of the group chat, we were discussing the timeline of events in the movie. And someone goes, oh, fuck, man, spoilers. I said, oh, yeah, spoilers. The Von Erics all fucking die. Like, it's... <laughs> That's silly. There's no spoilers in, in exactly. that Exactly. 
And in Oppenheimer, we know what happens. We know the bomb works. We know the United States uses two of them. And yet, here I am in this theater going, holy fuck, like, are they going to be able to do this? Like, And then when it happens, again, we're speaking of Al Snow. Al Snow. (laughs) Uh, Here we go. Now, you know, I'm going to relate this to something in my life. When when you talk to Al Snow, Al Snow equates the finish of a wrestling match to having sex. He goes, okay. The the finish should be the pop. That's when you come. You don't come yeah. in the middle of sex and then go, "Oh, let me keep going another 6 minutes." Like sure. and and that's, you know, how a wrestling match is. The the pop should be with the finish. If the if the biggest pop of the match is 2 minutes in and you still got 8 minutes to go, <clears throat> what the fuck are you doing? 100%. And that's what Oppenheimer is. The pop is 2 thirds of the way through the movie and they still go, "Ah, we're going to go another hour." And by the end of it, you walk out of there feeling like almost cheated, like, bro, like was it necessary? Couldn't we couldn't we have done something different there? I agree. We could have wrapped it. We could have wrapped it up. Obviously, you're gonna have a little after. No matter what, you're gonna have a little bit after. Some you kind of epilogue or something. We need a whole hour. We could exactly. have 15 minutes. You know, I get it. We gotta wrap things up. But yeah, we didn't need a whole hour. No one cares about that shit. No one cares. <laughs> we wanted to see the bomb go off. We did. Wrap, bring it home, bro. Bring it home. Yeah. You don't crash Gorilla the Titanic Mon- and give Gorilla us. Gorilla Monsoon is standing behind him. Robert Downey Jr. biting down on the pencil. So, you know, it's time to wrap this up. Oh. Uh, so, Gomez had this at number five as well. Yeah. I'll go to my number four. Yeah. My number four is a movie I just saw. A recent release. Ooh. It's okay. a movie that fucking destroyed me on the inside because of the timing but wonka oh, wow. is oh, making yes. my t- making my list love it for a movie i went in with zero expect why do i need a yes. willy wonka or gives a fuck <laughs> just completely well done wonderfully casted wonderfully acted the songs are very catchy uh even people on twitter this week are asking me like which ones are on my playlist which now, like, like yeah. which one was my favorite, and uh, it's just really, really well done. I'm shocked when I walked out of the theater. Obviously, the um, the sentimentality of the movie struck me in such a way, like, there are some obviously raw feelings that I'm, I'm still dealing with in a lot of ways, and um, but just a very, very good movie. So, Wonka is making my list at number four. Love it, love it, love it, love it. So I'm trying to think now. There's three spots left for you. I think I know two of them. So let's see. All right. Number four for me, you brought it up earlier. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem. I'm a Ninja Turtle kid. That's one of my things, you know. I love a lot of things, but Ninja Turtles, that was my shit. I had all the toys, watched all the movies, all the cartoons, love it. To this day, still like watching the cartoons, the new cartoon. Give it to me. I just love some Ninja Turtles. So this movie was perfection to me. This is what I want from a Ninja Turtle movie. I love making these, uh, making them younger, making them actually teenagers. Right? You mentioned the voice acting is stupendous. The character design, I like the 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 look of it. I like that style, animation style, and just 
just a blast. I mean, I, I couldn't be happier. You say you walked in with no expectations. I had all the expectations. And I still walked out going, God damn, that was the shit. So that's my number four. Uh, my number three, this is the movie that you're not going to guess, Gomez. Okay. And it's not, it's not Ninja Turtles. But it does have a turtle and his friend, the lizard. Oh it's the God. Sandman and Leo, the Netflix Leo. animated movie. <laughs> Guys, I'm telling you, this movie is I great. That. I don't, great. I don't That's know why. I, and I saw in our group, there were a lot of people, a lot of uh, parents who were like, oh, you know what? Watch this with my kids. I, I want to say uh, Joey Hudson or someone was saying his kids have been singing the song all week, you know. That they watched Love it every it. day. This movie is great. It is without a doubt the best thing the Sandman has done in years. And I'm a Sandler apologist. I like I like this man's bad movies. You know, it. unironically, mind you. And I'm as I'm watching this movie, I'm going, holy shit. Like, this is really fucking doing it. And it got me at the end. It's well-timed. It's well-paced. It's well-acted. Leo is a great movie. Go see it. Number three on my list. Fucking love it. I love it. Number three on my list. John Wick. Number four, baby. Mm -mm -mm. Love this movie. Fantastic ending ending to the john wick saga i would hope so right hasn't uh overstayed its welcome they banged a, a couple sequels out now you know let's let the let the franchise rest a little bit before you bring it back and i thought this was a fantastic way to do that some of the craziest action scenes the steps the fucking going through the house with that fucking exploding gun oh my goodness this was just what a fucking picture I was just going to say, it didn't make my list, but when I look back at the John Wick movie, I remember it more for those scenes than I do for the, the overall movie of it. You know, that's the scene on the steps, especially just the, the constant back and forth. Like, is he going to get there? It's so good. Really, really well done. And the house scene as well, where they set yeah. it up almost like a video game, right? Yes. And they kind of yep. give it to you the like a map angle. and you're walking through yep. the doors and what's around the corner Amazing. and everything. So it was a, a new take, a new view on this, um, whereas it worked for this movie, whereas I believe it was Creed 3. I think that was this year as well. Um, and they tried doing something different, uh, you know, some anime styling and like the big fight between uh, Creed and Jonathan Majors at the end in Dodger Stadium there. And for me, that kind of didn't work as well. I, so, I liked it because it was different, but I get now like it is very different, and I get you not wanting that in your fucking Rocky movie. I get that. Yeah, you know. That so that's an honorable mention. It's close. Creed three was great. I I remember we liked Creed three. The performances were good. The fight I don't scenes have it were good. Yeah, no, I don't. I'm I, I'm, I'm very where I think like we've kind of hit our point with. We can put this away now. Sure. Yes. No. Yeah. It was a, again a good wrap up. I don't need more of that. Hmm, but yeah, I, I totally two? get where you're at with John Wick there. I, I get why that's yeah. there. Uh, number two, I, I'm sure Gomez knows with what I'm going here. Uh, the Super Mario Brothers movie. When shit. I say there wasn't a lot of bangers this year, I, I mean there wasn't a lot of bangers this year. Yet, when I left this movie, and I know you guys want to complain about Chris Pratt's voice and all this, because 
He's not doing a fat Italian man from Brooklyn. He's just doing Chris Pratt. <laughs> and that's fine. But I think because of the tone of the film, his voice still works. He's upbeat. He's perky. He's fun. The way they incorporated all of these Easter eggs from the Mario games within this movie. Like this is sure. the wheelhouse of when illumination is doing illumination things. Yes. And there are so many little things, so many audio teases and bits that'll you're like, Ooh, Ooh, this is from this. And this is from this. And when I left this movie, I just had such a great time that by the time it was over, I left there with a giant smile on my face it's this movie was not not making my top 10 this year and it comes in at number two mm. i have an animated movie at number two but it's not super mario leo way to go leo the sandman what, does it again what a year for sandler <laughs> my goodness uh my number two movie is spider-man across the spider-verse i love me wow. some spider-man I especially love me some Miles Morales. I'm a big Miles Morales guy. I love him. So this is fantastic. Same thing with Ninja Turtles. I love this animation style. I love what they do with it. It's like, to me, it's like the most amazing. Watching those movies, it's just like, this is amazing. Like, this is, wow. I just like, I'm so into that style, how they do that. Sad it takes fucking seven years to make another one. This sequel ain't coming out no time soon, I'll tell you. Maybe 2025 we're going to get that sequel. But it's okay, right? Because see, but look that's, how good it that's, is. That's where it leaves you at the end is the movie's so good. And the way they animate this and the voice acting and the way they cut it and you being a Miles Morales guy. Me, who I up until these movies, I haven't cared who Miles Morales was. Sure, like, I knew I he existed, it. but I've never read any yes. books. I've been indoctrinated to Peter Parker for as long as I've been breathing on this earth. So, yes. the fact that all of a sudden I care in this fashion about Miles Morales is a testament to how well these movies have been done. Sure. And that's why, like, I get if people want to take away points for the way this movie ends. Because it leaves you that. hanging to the point where it's like, if you're going to do an ending like that, you have to have the next movie ready to go in a year. I get not it. three years, not two years. Like it's gotta be one year. This movie needs to be here. No, I get it. It's true. It's not it's not fair. Because now we're gonna be yeah, we're gonna have to rewatch the movie. We aren't remembering everything that's coming out. You should no, have when to. when it takes Six these months long, is what like, you're supposed to whatever do. momentum these things have or they, they have building up. Spider-Man made a ton of money. A ton of kids yes. are going to see it. And it's not like they're going away. Like the Spider-Man audience is never going to just completely go away. But the fact mm -hmm. of the matter is you lose momentum. Like as soon as this movie hits streaming, it should be on streaming for two months. And then the, the next part should come out. And if that's going to be the last part, then that's the last part, whatever. Uh, this month on Netflix, the new season of... Masters of the Universe comes out, the, the Kevin Smith show. Oh, I don't it? even okay. fucking care. We're like, I think it comes out the oh. 20th or something. No, you know what? Like, I had an argument in a, a He Man chat I'm in for a group of us who do some He Man YouTube shows. And someone was like, oh, if it's that, if it's took that long, why didn't you help draw it then? Like, motherfucker, like, the, do you understand so that you've lost any and all momentum for the 40th anniversary of He Man? That's gone. We are at the point now where anything with He-Man, if you told me it's getting shelved and we'll just bring it back in a few years for the 50th anniversary, I'm like, eh, 
makes sense. Like, what else do you do with it? They're right now they're doing mashup figures with the Ninja Turtles that look really cool. Yeah, if you're that. into that style of thing, it's not my thing though. I like turtles yeah, was never a turtles. big enough yeah. thing to me, but at the same time, I just want Masters of the Universe stuff that looks cool. And yet you gave me three different lines when all I wanted was one <laughs> comprehensive one. line. It's only one thing. <laughs> you overloaded me with stuff that I didn't need or want. And now you blame the fans when they don't support three separate lines at the same time. You blame the fans when they, oh, we got two shows at the same time. Well, one is clearly for kids. And one, as much as I defended it at the time, you know, looking back, it's not that great. So now when you want to take a couple of years off and be like, oh, here's part two, have at it. And then, then you're going to complain when no one watches it. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it, Mattel. I get it. Oversaturating the market, boys. Not good. Well, oversaturating or leave people hanging for so long that eventually you wonder why they don't. Oh, it's only been nine years. Why doesn't anyone care? Oh, my God. But that's the thing. You, you overload it, and then you know, and then it's like, okay, we're done now. We're gonna drop everything at once, and then two years from and now, and you won't see anything for for literal years. That's yeah. That's it's, it is. It's a, a combination of oversaturated, and, and, and it goes back to what we were saying a few weeks ago, or a month ago, or so. All these TV series nowadays, when you look at them, ten episodes, eight episodes, twelve episodes. You're telling me it takes that fucking long to give me 10 episodes? I got to wait years at a time for fucking 10 episodes? Meanwhile, I used to get series after series after series that would deliver me 26 episodes a year like clockwork come September. Clockwork. Never a delay. Never a delay. It was always in time for September. It's, it's unbelievable. I really don't. I don't get if it. I could get 10 seasons of Friends and 9 seasons of Seinfeld and 41 seasons of Grey's Anatomy and 12 seasons of ER and have them deliver every single year all these episodes, you're telling me I can't get 10 episodes of fucking Loki for another three years? No. Because that's the thing, too. If Loki Season 2 came out at a normal time, I probably would have watched it, but now it's like I don't care. It's been so long. I don't really care. It's just, you know. Oh, baby. So we got off on our tangent, Gomez, but we are at our number one movies of the year. Mine, no surprise. I've said this since the second it came out. I since then rewatched it and I stand by that statement. It is the biggest draw of the year. And it is for a reason. We are talking about Barbie. It is the only thing that became a cultural touchstone within our pop culture Crazy. genre this year. Everybody Insane. went to see Barbie. You saw Barbie. Your parents saw Barbie. Their parents saw Barbie. Your kids saw Barbie. Everybody got to be in this moment where Barbie was the thing. And we all enjoyed it. And yeah, I understand Gomez has made the critique that it does get a little draggy in the middle, but at the same time, it does what Oppenheimer didn't. And that is stick the landing to the point where you walk out of that movie and you go, 
holy shit, like they really fucking just killed a Barbie movie. <laughs> Good for because you go into this thing, especially with the way these toy movies are done lately, with the no, way Transformers yes. has become abysmal, with the Jesus. way G.I. Joe has become abysmal, with the way they can't fucking figure out to even do a He-Man series for less than 500 per billion dollars. And meanwhile, they were able to deliver a Barbie movie that got Barbie, was able to play it tongue-in-cheek, but serious in the right spots. They had a cast that understood the assignment. And they all went out there and performed. And it was so well done that I left there. I've, once again, good time at the movies. When I pay for entertainment, I want to feel like I got my money's worth. And I felt that way in spades leaving Barbie that day. I knew that was going to be your number one. You've mentioned it. And uh, I didn't think anything had changed your mind there. No. So that's good. Mm -mm -mm. My number one movie, Joe. It's something I saw recently. Barbie. Oh my God, Barbie! No. <laughs> oh, Barbie is not on my list. It would be like if I took so if I took the horror movies out, like it'd be in the top ten, you know. But I wanted to get two horror movies on my list here, so I, you know, I did enjoy Barbie. Again, I didn't say I didn't enjoy Barbie. I just didn't love it like everyone else. Still, a very good movie. One of the best of the year, hundred percent. Now, I do what? have a guess, Gomez, seeing as how you said it's something you saw recently. Yeah. It has awoken something in my mind. And you might be the only person, but this is number one on your list. Let's hear. Tell me all about Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom, Gomez. Man, so I was so excited for this movie. When I finally sat down to watch it, it was everything I hoped for. <laughs> <laughs> was there the octopus playing the bongos? No, there was not. So that's why it is my worst movie of the year, even though I didn't see it, because <laughs> you didn't give me what I wanted. I just wanted one thing, bro. One thing. One octopus and one, one bongo. That's it. It didn't have to be a whole marching band or something. Just one dude in the corner. Boom, 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 boom. Just like the first one. You teased me. You can't give me a little bit of a an octopus playing drums and not bring it back. Bullshit. Joe, my number one movie, my double main man, Godzilla minus one. Let me tell you something about this Godzilla movie. This might be the best Godzilla movie. I'm not even fucking joking when I say this to you right now. This fucking movie is fantastic. This is a movie that's an adult picture that happens to have a big fucking dinosaur monster attacking everybody. Okay? You care about these people. There are tears in your eyes at the end of this movie. I'm not even kidding. This is some real shit, bro. You're like, no, I don't want this guy to get hurt. Oh, no, not him. Oh, you are caring about these folks and what's happening, bro. It is so good. So it's kind of like a remake of the original Godzilla. It's a period piece. It's playing off of the, you know, because this is about, you know, the World War II, the nukes, we dropped the bomb. It's a perfect companion piece to Oppenheimer, if you really think about it. Perfect. Piece. Because we we didn't get the aftermath, right? We just got the mm -hmm. bomb dropping. Well, this is what the bomb did, folks. It brought you a Godzilla. Godzilla looks good. There's some times where the graphics look a little wonky. But there's times where the graphics look pretty fucking amazing. 
and um, it's great. He doesn't fight anyone. It's just a Godzilla attacking the city movie. And what are we going to do to stop Godzilla from attacking the city? Boy, what a fucking picture, bro. So happy I saw it on the big screen. I can't wait for it to come out on streaming. I'm probably going to buy the 4K Blu-ray when it comes out. That's how much I enjoyed this picture. It is so fucking good, bro. Oh, Godzilla minus one. Love it. Love it. There you go. There's our top 10 for the year. Some shows that we watched, some stuff that we enjoyed. But Gomez, before we start wrapping things up here, give me one honorable mention from this year. A a movie? Anything? A movie. One movie. A movie? You know, uh, how about I'll go with Infinity Pool. This is a... a, This is I would I would make you watch this. This is one of the weird movies that I would make you watch. Where I'd be like, it's weird, but I think I think Joe should watch this one. I I do. Uh, <laughs> it stars uh, Alexander Skarsgård. You know, not the uh, not the little one. This is the big one. The big the big brother. Bill is He's, the one I hate. Right? He's in all the creepy movies. Yes, yes. So this is his big brother. Who's in like uh, he was in True Blood and stuff like that. Uh, so this is. Um, have you ever heard of uh, David Cronenberg? Right, you you know who that is. Yeah, have he did the fly. Name? He did the fly. Thank you, very good, Joseph. Yes, he did. So he has a son who makes weird movies now too. Brandon Cronenberg. This is one of his pitches. This it is. is- It is a good movie. It's streaming on Hulu. So if anyone wants to watch it, it's a weird one. <laughs> what what you got? What's your honorable mention? What were you going to give us? You know, when I think about it, I look at the movie that I barely left off my list. And um, a movie I want to give a little appreciation to. Because nobody gave it anything. It didn't make any money at the box office. Uh, people hated it before it even came out, but the Marvels, sure, was a, it's fun. a perfectly fine, fun. fun little movie. Yes, it's not without its issues, but for it's the way great. people make it sound, is completely unfair. Yes, it's just this narrative that has to be around it, but it's no better or worse than the other other bullshit that you're watching. It's fun, yes, definitely fun. So I would put that out there. Do you have a most disappointing movie? Like, obviously, like, I'm not disappointed by Aquaman. Like, I knew what I was getting walking into the movie theater there. So, like, it's probably a horror movie because that's what I was most disappointed in this year, right? Like, when I talk about horror, like, I, you know, something like Scream 6. I love the Scream franchise. And I was excited. They They hyped it up. They got me all jazzed up. And, you know, I really, I I didn't like it. The more I thought about it, the more and more I did not like the movie. Like, it's just, eh, okay. Mm -hmm. That might be most disappointing for me, actually, when I think about it. Uh, When I think about that, I go possibly Haunted Mansion. I was really, I was really jonesed up to see the Haunted Mansion. It's one of my favorite attractions at the theme parks. And there's some good people in it. And for whatever reason... It was just boring, like just a, a bad movie start to finish. And when it was over, I was happy it was over. I was like, wow, that really 
<laughs> really sucked. <laughs> you know what? Let me see here. I'm trying to oh, see. It's not. It's not playing good. Though. I was trying to see of a fun movie because there's a couple movies who that wouldn't you know it wouldn't make my best of list, but you know they're fun. Like something like that uh, Gerard Butler movie, Plane. It's not like fantastic, but it's a fun little action movie. That you know, you spend two hours and you're like, all right, that wasn't bad. You know, it's one of those movies. If it was on TNT and you 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 stop by, you're like, oh, what's this? Yeah. You would sit there and you would fin you would finish watching it. You know, it's that type of movie. Uh, a movie people probably don't expect me to put over, but it was from the early part of this year that I thought was actually pretty good. Was Megan? I was gonna bring up Megan as something that's. You know, I didn't love it like everyone else, but I did enjoy it. And there's some really fantastic stuff in there. But uh, yeah, Megan Cabin in the uh, what is it? Knock at the cabin, right? We like Knock that. The cabin Batista with Batista. Man. Yeah, right. That was a good one. That's a good time. That's a good way to Even spend ninety minutes. Something as insane as Cocaine Bear, like that was obviously a movie that was written for us to do an episode about. And sure. it didn't disappoint. Like it was exactly yeah. what we hoped it would be walking in there. Yeah. So you know, there was there was some good stuff. Evil Dead Rise. I don't love it like a lot of people love it, but I I think it's great. I think it's really good how they mixed up an Evil Dead movie. You know, they changed the location. They mixed up some stuff. I was with it. I'm good. Uh, one more thing stuff. I want to talk about is Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Now, I understand sure. this movie had a budget through the ass. I understand yes. it's never going to make move uh, make money on the back end. It's impossible. But if you're an Indiana Jones fan or you like that style of movies or you like that style of storytelling, I don't know what else you wanted out of this. Like this, if you told me this is an Indiana Jones movie, I would have been like, yeah, no shit. Like it, it's everything about Indiana Jones is in this movie. So what else did you want out of this? I agree. It was definitely, again, it's not going to be on the top of our Indiana Jones list, but it ain't the bottom either. It's fine. It's an Indiana Jones movie. You know, just it's not great. It's okay. It happens. Uh, so, so that was 2023 in entertainment. What a year it was. Uh, like I said, when I go back and, and wrap up this year or someone asked me to describe this year in a, in a paragraph or so, really what I'm going to come back to is not a lot of bangers. The kind of all the big stuff is kind of mid in the middle. It's there's a lot of fine. There's not a lot of great here, uh, whether that's movies or TV, not a lot of great. I missed, there was a, there was a handful of movies that I just, I didn't get to see that are like adult pictures, you know, small movies, oscar kind of movies that I usually enjoy that I just didn't make time for this year that, you know, maybe would have uh, bumped this year up a little, a little more. I think it's a, a very good year. Not great. I think the good things are very, very good, but there's a lot of, yes, there's a lot of middling stuff, a lot of mid stuff. I agree. I'll go with you there. So that's 2023. Gomez, what are we starting out with for 2024? I don't fucking know. We uh <laughs> we did a poll on the on the Facebook group, right? We wanted to see what you guys want us to do because there's nothing, right? There's one release this month that might make us go to the movie theaters, right? Mean girls. Other than that, they ain't shit that we really we need to do. So it's basically whatever the fuck we want to watch, Joe. 
right? Mm. People seem to like theme months, right? You want to do a theme? Maybe we'll do a theme sure, this we'll, month. We'll, what do you think? We'll do a theme with Mean Girls. That way Mean Girls fits in. Sure. So Mean Girls is uh, it's a musical. We could do that, of course. But it's also a, a teen comedy. We could do kind of teen comedies. I think that's fun, right? Maybe. I mean, Ooh. I love like shoesicles. Bro, if you want to do musicals, like, don't get me started, bro. Well, what do we start with? You got a musical at the top of your head you want me to watch? Mm, a music? Well, I feel, how about maybe we can can we combine our, like, teen, teen movies with musicals, maybe? Can we do something like that? Of course. Who's going to tell us no? Oh, so I don't know. So off the top of my head. You mean like high school musical? Could, one thing we could do is high school musical because that combines both of these things, doesn't it, Joe? I would love to rewatch high school musical, not part two. I would, I guess, I would do part three, but part one is where it's at. So, I think we're gonna do high school musical this week. Let's start it off. Let's have some fun. We're having fun this year, folks. <laughs> this got to be on Disney Plus, one of the great yes, soundtracks is. of our generation. Zach Efron in the movie that made him a star. You see him now. He gets to do real movies because of High School Musical. And uh, who else is in this? Uh, Ashley Tisdale, who everyone yes, forgot about. <laughs> Ashley Corbin Tisdale. Blue. Corbin Blue, who everyone forgot. You remember he was going to be a big star? He had the hair. Um, he had the hair. <laughs> Ashley Tisdale was on my bingo card for the first high, high School Musical cast member to develop a Coke addiction. I don't know if that happened or not because she just fell off like the She's planet. Quietly, if she has. <laughs> so, Ashley Tisdale, wherever you are, if you could just hit me up and let me know what's going on, see if I won that bet. That way, I can get with friends from 15 years ago and cash in. Um, but High School Musical was a big, big, big deal at the time. Let's do it. That'll be for next week, our first movie of 2024. Love it. It's definitely streaming on Disney Plus. So check that out. Oh, baby, I'm excited. This is going to be fun. I got to find some more musicals with teens in it. I can't wait. <laughs> oh, do you want to just get out of the snowman? Do you want to spin you a wheel? Wanna what you wanna play? Do? We'll spin the wheel one last time. Okay, folks, let's get ready for a big finish. It's now time for the Big Finish. <laughs> All right, folks. You heard Joe. This is the last Big Finish. We're going to mix it up in 2024. Let's see what it could be. Oh, man, there's a lot of choices on here. I hope we land on a good one. Knowing I, us, we're going to land we on Dave get, Matthews. Do we finally get Adam Sandler movies after all this time? Just missed Adam Sandler movies. And, oh, okay. Joe, big finish time. One last time. <laughs> Steven Spielberg movies. Oh, baby. This is a good one. It's good. Here we go. What do you think you hear, Joe? You I have no idea. Off the top like, of your head? Like, what the you fuck know? do I... 
So here, number one Google is Jaws. Got... Number one would be Jaws. No. Number two would be Jurassic Park. And now I got to think about number three for a minute here. What are we going to tell? Let's see. Okay. Yeah, he's got movies I've heard of. Ew, he did Hook? Yes, he did Hook. It's one of his few bad movies. He's probably got three bad movies. Hook is one of them. Like, I thought he was like this very important movie guy. And he's doing Hook? Yes, he was trying to give us Peter Pan, bro. That was a good thing. Well, for me, yeah. I'm going to put E.T. That's good. Jurassic Park. That's good. And I, I don't love Jaws like you do, but I guess if I got to pick a third, I'm going to pick Saving Private Ryan. That's there's no wrong choice. Minority Report is great. Schindler's List, Catch Me If You Can, one of the Indiana Jones, like yeah, you know? Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. <laughs> uh, I love Munich. I think Munich is fantastic. Let's go with for number three. We'll go. Mm, we'll go with let's let's pick one of these Indiana Joneses here. What do you think? What do you want to do? We'll go. Uh, we'll do the first one, Lost Ark. Indiana Jones Raiders of the Lost Ark. Hmm. Okay, who yeah. who am I to judge? <laughs> uh, hit him with them plugs. Let's get the hell out of here, guys. Thanks for listening to the Car Jomez podcast. Remember to hit that subscribe button, share it with your friends. This was the best of 2023, as told to you by Captain Joe Shoes and Michael Jonathan Gomez. Remember to share it with your friends. Follow on all the social media at Car Jomez. Let's boost up those five-star reviews this year. Let's get some people on board. Hit us with those five stars on iTunes and Spotify. Very important. Hit the subscribe button over on YouTube, youtube.com slash at Pod. You can follow all my stuff over at at the Joe Shoes. I'll be in Orlando, Florida this coming weekend for the Major Wrestling Figure Podcast Live 18, I think it is that we're up to now. So Live 18 in Orlando. Special guest, drinks, prizes, mom. Who everything anything is possible at a major wrestling figure podcast live show. You never know what's gonna happen next. Uh the Gomez154, Instagram and Twitter. Mez movie that's on Twitch. Check it out. And we'll be back next week, kicking off the year with our first movie rewatch. High school musical, Zach Efron, Vanessa Hudgens. Ashley Tisdale and wondering about her future co-cabin, if it is such a thing that exists. Corbin Blue, and he's just trying to make the world's... Oh, that's he's not That's not him, right? Is he the one trying to make the creme brulee? I don't know. It was Zeke. I don't Does remember. he play it's Zeke? <laughs> it's been a while. But we're going to get into... We're going to get our heads in the game and get our eyes on this movie. So come back next week. Watch High School Musical on Disney Plus and Gomez. With all that being said, let's make like Tom and Cruz. Peace!